Hey everybody, before we begin this episode, I just wanted to announce the Hollow Stream episode that we are doing. It's going to be October 24th at 5 p.m. Central Standard. It is a non-canon uh, one-shot story that I wrote with these characters uh, to where, you know, it's just a goof-off with uh, as a thank you to you guys and as a thank you from me to the players uh, to where we're just going to have a little bit of fun. And at the end of it, we're doing a Q&A uh, anyone that has had any questions for us before, you can either post them on the Discord server if you are on there, or, um, which I encourage this one more, you listen into the Halloween episode that will be uh, streamed on our YouTube channel of the same name, Dicebenders D&D, and you can ask our ask your question right there. Is uh, the Q and A is going to be at the end after the one shot. Uh, but anyway, on with this episode. This is a Skeptic Frogs production. Fire. Air. Water. Earth. Eight years have passed since the Avatar's untimely end, with fear that the Avatar line may have ended, and with withering hope for the White Lotus to continue holding peace, the search for the next Avatar hastily begins. Previously on Dice Benders. I'm gonna die! I'm staying right here until my friend comes out safe and sound. Tell Iroh, grab that axe and get out of here. They're not gonna take us both. I can't believe I'm actually doing this and it's literally tearing me up inside, but I am going to book it. We're gonna begin right off the bat with you, Kevin. Kevin, you just escaped from the grasp of three different guards running into the city. You overheard them saying, uh, one of them saying, not to worry about getting you, they'll uh, they'll find you and get you at a, at a later date. They have other things that they need to take care of. You run through the city. It is quiet, eerily quiet. Very few cars are driving throughout the streets. And you see the gas-powered lights, uh, the gas-powered street lights are on, illuminating the streets as you run through. So, um, what's even opened at this time? You don't see anything really open. Um, you're sure going to the uh, the town square, you could see maybe like the. Uh, the inn would be open that's within the city uh, you know that the tea shop was left open for the after party for Dini's guests yeah that's a place I definitely ain't going <laughs> right let's see I am I just made it back into town I was asking uh, I think I was about to be in the in the city in the city uh, uh, can't talk today um, in the in the town square, I was I was asking you like if there's anything open, but you say like pretty much it, it's like midnight going to the early morning ish. It, so you know like like you know like it's like between using our time it's like between like twelve and two a.m. So during that time yeah. period. Yeah, if when you look up, you see that the moon is dead center in the sky. It is like midnight, one o'clock. So yeah, everything everything would be closed except for the twenty four hour locations, which would basically just be the end. I'm gonna head to the end. All right, you head inside. Uh, this is a glorious. Think of like Luigi's Mansion three, the way the the mansion looked before it turned all horror esque. I don't know if any of you have played that, but it's this. It's a fairly tall. It's like a four story building in our world, uh, where it just says "Stay in" in nice golden font on a board that is just above the doorway, and it's a nice white and gold with some shades of greens uh, to accommodate for the U pen colors. Uh, you head inside, and it's a very beautiful-looking entrance, actually. Um, part of you is wondering why you guys didn't come to stay here instead of just the inn that you guys did stay at. But you come in, there's uh, a couple benches for people to sit at. You walk up this very nice red and green carpet up to the uh, 
the desk where you see someone is sitting there just filing their nails. Alright. I am going to one sit at the bench, try to catch my breath. Um, and and try to and hopefully she pay attention, seeing there's somebody actually there. How am I close looking? Do I look like rough for wears or uh how yeah, don't I, tell I, me I the exact yeah i was gonna say don't tell me how much health you have uh but give me the general sense of how you are feeling right now fragile very very fragile <laughs> all right then yes you look very rough uh, as you're sitting there your ears kind of perk up just a tiny bit as you hear in the deep distance police sirens um very very faint and then it just kind of disappears again uh but she finally looks up and she goes oh hello welcome hello. to the stay in hello i would like a room and a phone all right as and she starts uh looking through her her binder that's on the desk and she continues while she's reading through it she says is this for one night and one person a night one night all right and one person um hopefully i can i can uh find my friends uh who are still partying out the night um hopefully i can track them down and bring them to the room so they can sleep yeah. off um tonight's adventures yeah you definitely look a little rough must have been partying uh quite hard and she kind of sniffs the air slightly and she's like i smell some cactus juice you must have had a hell of a night she probably smelled the cactus juice that tower probably spilled on me <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. finishes looking through her binder and she says yep i've got one room here it's on the third floor um with how many people you said i'm just gonna guess two beds is fine yes please all right and that will be 60 coin for the one room and i hand her the 60 coins okay as you do she uh stops and notices the white lotus sash on your shoulder and goes oh you're you're a member of the white lotus yes miss oh well if that's the case and she kind of just like puts uh puts her hand up to block the the coins and she says no white lotus gets to stay here for free oh are you, you. serious what <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> oh, what? Damn! <laughs> I told you there was an inn in the city. Y'all so fixated on getting the stable. Yep. Ah. Yep. Let me let hey, me guess. There's whoa, no cat dog whoa, there either. Whoa. whoa. Uh, Kevin had to look for a cat dog. <laughs> I would have loved to have landed us in the city, but somebody was like, hey, no, don't land in the city. To be fair, to be fair, Kevin, you didn't see any, like, stable or anything. So, that part was true when Jensen said there's no stables in the city. Has got that out your system? Yeah. yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, that was a priceless all our jaws hit the floor moment. You can taste the salt in the air right now. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can taste it from here, and I'm like over 2,000 miles away from you. Gosh, you, uh, the salt is, the saltiness in here is more than the Dead Sea. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta go get a drink of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> oh right, god. Yep, she, she just kind of puts her hand up and blocks the coins and says that uh, the White Lotus stays here for free. I'm like, thank you. And while my insides are dying. <laughs> like, are you, like, are you kidding me? We gotta stay here for free? <laughs> and in a nice joint, too? I'm kind of like, I'm just done. I'm just ready to go to sleep. <laughs> ready mm -hmm. to go to sleep. I'm done. I'm just done. And she um, she looks at your face as you're just kind of like thinking all that through. And she 
looks a little confused. Her eyebrows kind of frown a little bit, and she goes, "And you said you needed a you needed to make a call." Yes, and, I needed a phone. Uh, all right, and she grabs the rotary phone from her desk and like uh, turns it over to face you. Thank you. Uh, DM, quick question: Is is it the same time at the white uh, at, at um at the base? Would it be the same uh, time or a little hour early? Yeah, yeah, you guys would be within the same time zone if uh, the Avatar world even had a time zone. Okay. Yeah, because uh, map-wise, um, the White Lotus School is like south from where you are, yeah, a relatively straight line. Before Dowling, Kevin's gonna pray that uh, somebody's up. Probably, hopefully, it's Vana. So, so if anybody's gonna be up this late, it's gonna be a waterbender. <laughs> So, okay. Kevin dials the number, because thanks to Taro uh, tell, uh, telling him the phone number. <laughs> mm -hmm. And it rings for, uh, it feels like an eternity, until finally you hear someone pick up the phone, and they go, White Lotus School, this is Z, what can I do for you? Good evening, I'm so sorry to call you um, this late. Um uh, if any of the White Lotus uh, teachers are available, um, like Vana or uh, Tork? <sighs> May I ask who's calling? My name is Kevin from the White Lotus. All right. Um, hold on a moment. She puts you on hold for a brief moment until finally she gets back on and she goes... Yes, I can. I can direct you over to Torque. Thank you. Uh huh. And you get put on hold. Meanwhile, Jaeger and Yang. You two, after your little exchange, your little argument with each other, and finally an agreement as to what you guys need to do. You two, with Iro at your side, well behind you. Are about to break open the doors to the factory and what is going through your heads before you do this I'm thinking to myself it's about time we did some good and got something out of this and yang the only thing keeping yang focused is that he wants to make sure jaeger doesn't get arrested for his theosity but other than that, it is a cyclone in his mind. Okay. And uh, you guys can give me a strength check to burst down this door. Oh, I didn't even have my dice ready. Damn it, Jaeger. Three. Since you both One. are doing it, you... Yeah. Yang is two. Uh, oh man. You rolled a two? I got a nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So well, I rolled a three. I, I rolled a three minus one. <laughs> <laughs> and you got a nine, Jaeger? Yeah. Okay. You. Couldn't I theoretically set the door on fire. You or could. Like a steel door. You could, because what happens is you guys both jam, uh, ram into the door, but you, you do it at uh, at off times. So Yang just kind of like, uh, into the door, and Jaeger, you try to burst just after that. So while the door is already, you know, shaking from the light impact by Yang, Wait. you but hmm? Why are we doing heavy lifting? We have a bison. I was actually going to whistle at Iroh and point at the door. You look at the size of Iroh and look at the door. You don't think that he can fit, but he can certainly break through. Like, he I can't will. walk through the doorway, but he can break the doors open for you. That would be helpful. One of the things right. I want to do is have uh, Iroh 
break down the door, and at the same time, I'm going to keep my ears open for anything coming towards our direction. Okay. Roll me a perception check, and in the meantime, I will roll... to watch the fireworks. <laughs> I'll roll for Iroh to break open the door. The only way he would have failed is if he got, like, which he did not. So, yeah, Iroh just goes... And, and like, rubs his, his paw on the dirt and then just charges into the door, and it just explodes through Ooh, his nice. heart. And, yeah. Yang, what did you get? For my perception, it is a 15 plus a... Where is my... Oh, there it is. 15 plus 2 is 17. Alright, in the far, far distance, it's going to take minutes for them to get to you, but you can hear what sounds like sirens. Jaeger, we gotta go. We gotta go. Voice cracks and enter the facility. <laughs> you guys both enter, and uh, Iroh can't fit, so he just kind of stands outside and just goes <clears throat> as you walk in. Uh, but you I walk in. Actually, don't, go I don't go in. I actually say, Yeager, we got to go. But we just spent all this time trying to stay. Uh, yes, well, at the time I was kind of heated and upset at the fact that I just broke the law. And now that I can finally think clearly, we need to go. Yeah. Uh, Yeager is just having an inner turmoil now. Because he doesn't know if he can handle another day in jail. Uh, all right, we better make fine. We're gonna we're gonna try to regroup with the others, but we are coming back here. We will get to the bottom of this. Actually, we should probably get the masters here. We'll talk about that later. We board. We board Iro and I. Pat him on the head, say, yip, yip. Alright, animal handling with advantage. Wait, did you pat me on the head? <laughs> no, I said Iroh. <laughs> oh. I thought you said you pat him on the head. Like, yeah, I pat Iroh on. Okay. Alright, give me uh, animal handling with advantage, Yang. Alright, that one was a six. And this one is a 14, plus the handling skill is 2, 16 altogether. Alright, yep, you are able to successfully take off, no problems. Uh, where should we go? I'll be honest with you, I totally forgot we were where we were supposed to rendezvous. I don't even know where we're supposed to rendezvous. I went to go get our stuff and Iro. They were supposed to go see Dini. Let's go meet up with them. Let's do it. Alright, we make our way to Taro's tea shop. Okay. We'll cut over... We'll get to you soon, Taro. We'll cut over to Kevin. Kevin, oh, you right? finally you finally get uh, an answer from, from Torque, and he goes, Uh, yeah, who's this? Hey, Torque, this is Kevin. We got a problem. Uh Oh, hey, Kevin. Yeah, what's up? Taro been kidnapped. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. By Ludini. Oh. Why are I you guys... Knew it. Why are you guys after Ludini? We didn't. We just went to get some information. Uh, he invited us to... to a party. So me, so me wait, wait, Taro, you guys are going to a party. Wait, hey, hey, hey. You guys are going to a party? Your job is supposed to find out what's going on with the people missing. Why are you going out on parties? Because it's connected with Ludini. And we found out that the statue that that was at the island is at Ludini's place. Do you have any proof of that? Yes, I saw the statue myself. And it was in okay. Ludini's trailer. Uh, Telly, whatever the, whatever the thing he called that, called that thing. Oh, what now? He called that, it Telly. That's, that's, that's not important. That's not important. 
Oh my god, okay. When did this happen? And he got a blood bender. Oh. Alright, where are the rest of them? Where are your guys? I'm here at the end. Uh, Jaeger and Yang went to the factory to, uh, to investigate it further because that's where we suspect the missing people uh, uh, may be at. So I'm waiting for them to return. Do they know where you are? I believe so, but just in case, I'm going to be outside uh, flagging them down. Kevin, you can't sit there and say, oh, you think they're going to know. You guys are a team. You've got to work together. If you guys don't have any plans, stuff like this is going to happen. you got people going missing. And now you've got your own teammates going missing, and you guys have no idea where each other are. Oh, my God. We did set up the rendezvous to meet meet at the town center, which is where this, where the end is. And all we we'll just want to do is get the information and call you, then head back, uh, head back to base so you can send the next team. The only information that you guys needed was where the people were going missing. Why are you investigating Deanie's place and the factory? If you guys had a suspicion that they were in there, that's all. That's enough information that we needed. And now because you guys are wanting to stay there an extra night, you've got Taro missing. You've got your two guys at a factory, which, from what you're saying, is a dangerous spot. You don't even know if they're going to be okay. Take full responsibility. I take full responsibility. No, it's the responsibility of the team as a whole. And there's, there's, we can try to get, we can try to get people out that way, but it's going to take, it's going to take a while. There's no train leaving right now. All the trains are done for the night. So we're going to have to take a, a ride that could be, we won't get there until late next, we won't get there until late the morning. You guys got to figure this stuff out. Beware. So what are you still on the phone with me for? Go find Taro. From, from what is they talking about? He has eyes and ears everywhere. And I'm hanging up the phone with him. Yeah, he, he already hung up before you finished saying that part. And the uh, the lady behind the desk is just like, oh wow, that sounded like a pretty heated conversation. It is. So you've he got. Think, he, he thinks throwing a couple of people together, think they're gonna automatically act like, as a team is a good idea. <laughs> so you've got one of your friends missing. We are there. Uh, yeah. Have you thought about going to the police station? I doubt the police would do anything about it considering who who uh who took her yeah you were saying something about deanie mm-hmm. well what makes you think he's got any pull with the police let's see he's a rich and very powerful person in the city and thanks to his money uh keeping the city afloat so the police do not want to do anything that might interfere with the well-being of the city Oh, yeah, I, I didn't really think about that. So, you still want me to book the room, right? Yes, in fact, book it for two nights. Because something tells me... It's, something tells me it's going to be rough for the next couple of days. Mm, sounds like it, and she says that as she's writing down a note in the book. She goes, well, um, enjoy your stay at Baylong and hope you get back to the inn safely. I didn't have, um, have, have like some extra water skins, would you? Uh, water skins, no, but we have a, a small fountain over at the side that you can get something from. Thank you. I'm going uh -huh. to the fountain. I'm going to the fountain to heal myself. Okay, go ahead and make those rolls. Uh, With the Jaeger. full moon advantage? Full moon advantage, yep. Um, which, for the listeners, go ahead, Kevin, and explain to them what uh, healing is with a full moon. Okay. Under the full moon, a waterbender is naturally connected to the moon in a way that only other waterbenders will understand. Under the full moon, you feel the peak of that ability. 
um, going in specifically with uh, healing, um, ranging like range attacks, the uh, uh, extra bonus damage equivalent uh, equal to a caster's bending modifier, and healing with water auto crits, and right. you and you add crit die to each heal. So in uh, lame turns, that means that uh, the dice he would normally need to roll for healing is automatically it's max die, plus he gets max die on crit heal. So you would be able to heal yourself, uh, Cure Wounds is a d8, so you'll get the, a full 8 plus a full 4 from the, the crit die, plus your spell bending modifier. And I need all the heals I can get. <laughs> Yeah, but this does still cost a chi point. It does. So tally that. You've got, uh, I believe, one chi point remaining, but you mm -hmm. are healed. Uh, you can also refill your water skin that you have. Right. We'll cut to, while you're doing that, well, actually, before we cut, Kevin, where are you planning on going now? Well, uh, I'm trying to flag down the others. Do you have any idea where to start? I'm probably uh, going to head to. I'm probably going to head to the town center. So that seemed like the logical place. Okay, and thankfully the inn is um, within the same town center, so you are able to walk outside. And as you do, you see uh, a giant, uh, thicker than a cloud ball. Um, fly overhead uh Ka or yang where are you landing iro do i see uh kevin or am i still unable to see and making my way towards the tea shop um jaeger kevin or jaeger and yang both can make perception checks to see if you notice i got a nat one <laughs> <laughs> what'd you get Kevin. Yang. No, Yang, uh, what do you got for a perception check? Oh, I, I thought you said, okay, I thought you were saying Jaeger and Kevin. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, I rolled a three. Oh my lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, neither of you notice him. Uh, Kevin, I did kind of give it away. I should have had you roll a perception as well, but you do notice them. So, Yang, are you landing by the tea shop or what? Uh, I was going to make sure this time to land very carefully near the tea shop, but also to try to... Nope, screw it. I, I'm already wanted, so I, I try to land near the tea shop as, as close as possible without causing any more damage to any property. Okay. Um, to be clear, you... There is enough flat land on the ceiling to land there. Alright, I will land on the roof then. Collapse the roof. <laughs> no, it, it's good. You guys land on the, the roof with a soft thud. Uh, Kevin, you saw them fly um, east of your location, towards where you know the tea shop to be. Oh god. <laughs> oh, spirits. That ain't gonna end well. Jaeger and Yang, you guys have landed at the location you are looking to be at. I get off of Iroh, and, uh, is there a way down? Yep, there's a, there's a, a door that you can go through that'll lead downstairs into the hallway where the room that you guys were staying at previously would be at. You know, a door that would lead into the second floor of the tea shop, which would obviously lead you into the first after that. I'll make my way down there. Alright. Uh, where are you heading inside the tea shop? To where we... Or where I was supposed to meet up with everybody, I guess. I don't know. I'm just heading into the tea shop. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going straight to the lobby. See if I'm following you. By the grace of Fire Lord. Okay. Okay, you yeah. guys you guys are walking in, and as you're passing the door that you guys were previously in, you hear um, the muffled sounds of there being a small party within that room. 
you remember Jaru was originally saying that there was some kind of after party that was supposed to take place in that room, which is why you weren't supposed to be there for very long. And you mm. can presume that's what it is. But you head downstairs and you see it's pretty quiet down here, actually. It seems like most of the energy and attention is being brought to that room that you guys uh, were in previously. Uh, you see, like, two people that are uh, working there, a very big, um, big-bellied Earth Nation-wearing man with uh, with an apron and a small cap to signify that he is what looks to be of a higher importance. And then another person is a young, uh, looks like Water Nation, or Water Tribe woman with the same type of apron uh, and there's like one or two people sitting in the chairs or at, at some of the tables that are down here so jaru isn't down there nope oh if you remember um you do recall he did mention that he was getting off early because he was going on a date tonight oh i don't remember that <laughs> good for him eager which we do I don't see the others. I don't see them either. You want to see if we can try to sneak in through the uh, around the party a little bit and see if we can see them up there. Um, is there um is there like a vantage point, DM? A vantage point kind of within like the tea shop. The crowd a bit. Well, the crowd is in a separate yeah. room. They're in the they're in the second floor of the, oh. of the building in the room that you guys were in. Uh, Jaru really pulled a good one for you okay. guys by getting you that separate room because that was at the time you were trying to avoid being seen by anybody. So he gave you that. It's basically yeah. a private room for a private party. Okay. Uh, then we'll go with Yang's plan. All right. And Yang's plan was to infiltrate the room? Yeah, correct? just to see if we can uh, see if we can find Taro and Kevin, you know, ask a guest if they could find, uh, see if they're there. Okay, you guys head up. The door is closed, and you are hearing uh, the party on the other side of the door. I'm not. All right. A brief pause. Uh, the crowd doesn't inside the room doesn't really seem to have uh, stopped speaking so much. But you, uh, the door finally eventually opens up, and you see. Uh, a man dressed in the same garb that uh, D uh, the Dini guards would be dressed in. And he just goes, he just looks at the two of you with narrowed eyes and he goes, yes. I bow. Excuse me, sir. Um, I've raised my head up again. Uh, we're looking to for two of our friends, uh, Kevin and Taro. And he just narrows his eyes a little bit more and just nods and allows you to continue. I was just wondering if they were here. Uh, I was under the impression they were invited by Mr. Linguini uh, for a party um, for a trolley. And you hear somebody in and the room. I was just curious. Just if they like, were... You hear somebody in the room just kind of like peek their head over cartoon style, like Sokka talking over somebody's shoulder almost. And you hear the person say, Oh, Traley, Traley! And the rest of the people in the room laugh. The guard does not, and he just kind of stares into you as you continue to talk. Is there any way you could potentially see if they're here or allow us to see if they are here? Uh, roll me a persuasion check. And Jaeger, roll me a perception as you two are kind of just standing there. <laughs> All right, that one's going to dice jail. <laughs> I got two a plus, 16. Okay. 2 plus 1 is 3. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the guard just kind of looks at you, eyes narrowed before he finally relaxes his face and he goes, "Yeah, they're still at the uh they're still at Dini's mansion." Last I heard. And, uh, Jaeger, you happen oh. to just glance down the stairs and you see Kevin uh, is finally, uh, walking into the tea shop, breathing heavily. Kevin! 
I'm I'm trying to just be a silent person. Tell them get down here and try to like you know shut them you know put the finger up and try to like get your butt down here. <laughs> I look at Kevin. Visible confusion. I look at yeah, same as me. <laughs> like visible confusion. Uh, I look at Kevin. I look at the guard. I bow before the guard and say, "I apologize for wasting your time. It seems they found us. Thank you." And he just kind of nods and deeply uh, narrows his eyes at Kevin as he shuts the door. So, Kevin, where's Taro? Uh, uh, where? Where's the bison? Up on the roof. Where's Taro? I'm going to lead him away from the tea shop because the guards can still hear us, right? The door is shut and there weren't any guards within uh, the tea shop proper. Good. Um, Kevin's looking around, making sure the guards can hear. Um, Tara's been kidnapped by Luguini. Did I say his name right? Ludini. Ludini. Think of Houdini. Okay. Tara's been kidnapped by Ludini. Wait. So, DM, when, when that one guy... You said cartoonishly looked up and said Traily Traily. That wasn't uh, Linguini? No, that was just some, it looked like some fancy wearing uh, guest that was obviously drinking some because they enjoyed, uh, they were shouting as though they were drunk. Oh, okay. Well, where are they now? Are you talking to me or talking to yeah, you? I think I'm talking to Kevin. Okay. Ludini Totaro to his back room and I got jumped outside the skirts of, of the town they took they took Taro to a back room yep well sounds like we need to go get her yeah let's go but first things first Cat got water skins oh yeah I actually keep some here on my water tribe garb <laughs> that I'm still wearing <laughs> and I apparently am a Vessel of containment. Let me reach from my hole and pull one out. Right. Yeah. You. Yeah. You guys gross, both yeah. would only have one water skin. Uh, yeah. You two co would have one water skin each. Okay. I can get. I can give her mine then. Mine's I can give her mine. Mine's a <laughs> Like all That's my. True. With Iro. Wait. We're in a tea shop, right? Yeah, sure are. That is correct. This should be like some easily some liquid containers I could just snatch real quick, like some water or something I can grab before we go over there. Yeah, I'm sure Jara won't mind as long as it's helping us out. I'll ask for permission and hope those two don't mind, especially if some uh, a little coin fairy get uh, persuade them. Well, remember, Jaru isn't in there. So, right. But those two, I'm assuming they never met us, right? Yeah, you've never seen these two. Okay, um, I'm gonna add, uh, um, while we're having this conversation, are those two uh, right there with us or no? They're just kind of, like, one of them's cleaning up the place and the other one, the heavy set guy, is just kind of watching. Okay. I'm going to the heavy set guy because he looks like the one in charge. Yeah, he gives off that kind of presence. That's what I was feeling. So I'm going to go to him and say like, hey, do you have any extra water skins I can uh, purchase? Hey, I recognize you. You're that, uh, you're that friend of Jaru. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah, he gives you a lot of free stuff. That's why I say purchase, not free. I sure am happy you said that. Yeah, I could. I, you just need one. Uh, two if you can spare. All right, that'll be uh, eight UP coin for the both. And I have him the coin. And here's and here's two extra just for me. He just nods and says, "Thank you for your business." Now I hope. Next time you guys come in, you'll be paying for your drinks as well. And he just kind of smiles. 
Are these water cans full or empty? Um, let's roll like a pure luck check. Roll me a d20. I got an 18. They're both full. All right. Okay, um, with Jaeger's mine, and with also with Aang, I am not going to be caught with my pants down again. <laughs> so now you have three water skins with you? The two I purchased, the one I have, Jaeger, which makes four. Okay. So and you... Aang will make five. You you can only I would say you can only carry four. Plus Yang's okay. is on Iro's anyway. Yang's right. is on Iro right now. Okay, so I got four water skins. Alright. Thank you. I'll meet back with Jaeger and and saying, Hey, let's get along Iro and we got a girl to rescue. And hopefully not a very Cinderella way. Y'all ready? Let's do it. I make my way up to Iru. Alright, and where are you guys heading? Uh, which way to Lou? I pointed uh, the direction to, to Louina's place. Trust we're me, going to Louina's bachelor pad. Yep. Trust me, you can't miss it. Uh, okay. But if it, but we have to be careful though. Um, a rich person like him will have security decks out and i doubt he'll keep her right there so what other place could they go there's only one other place i can think of all right we need to decide are we going to mr Languini's or are we going to the warehouse speaking of the warehouse what's going on there it's probably oh, that was a fun time ops. what happened We'll tell you later. We Somebody! Give me a, Okay. Threw Jaeger under food. the bus. <laughs> well, if you think that they're gonna take her to the factory, we could go there. But we're gonna do this. We're, we're not gonna... We're going in guns blazing. Alright. No more messing around with these guys. Okay, but first thing, I wanna get... I um, actually saw Iroh still from here, right? Hold on, two people were talking at once. I'm going to wear um, Jaeger's street clothes because this fancy suit ain't gonna do. Sorry. No, I shut up when I shut up. Go ahead. I'll wait. Mm -hmm. Okay. Once I figure where the heck we're going, I'm. Once I figure out, let me know because I am going to switch out this fancy gear to something a lot more comfortable. You want to trade clothes again? No, I'm going to take your street clothes. My street. So clothes? he's gonna he's gonna be. Yeah, your regular fire, your your regular um uh, fire bending clothes. Yeah, he's gonna be wearing your burnt up and scratched and bloodied fire clothes. Don't wear a quick walk. I haven't the... been tested in a while. Oh God. <laughs> oh. I think I might have. I think I might. I think I might have extra clothes in my pack. <laughs> All right, Yang. As, yep, as Kevin is looking and trying to get changed, I and uh, Jaeger mentions go going in gun blazing. I actually stop Iro mid-flight and look at Jaeger. All right, you guys plummet straight to the ground because you stopped Iro mid-flight. Oh, ha ha! Funny frog. He, he. You don't think a sky bison can't levitate in place? <laughs> no, it can. It can run idle. Yeah. Listen, I've tried to break into this place twice. Sneaking in worked okay, but didn't work out in the long run because we got caught. I tried to casually walk in and mind my own business. We did the direct approach, and that didn't work. So unless you want to face through the ground, our only option is to go in there with a purpose. Okay, but we're not going to go in and go uh, and cause unnecessary damage or loss of life. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, no, it's just an expression. None of us have guns, except for Taro, but she's kidnapped. <sighs> <laughs> Aside from these guns, and I lift up my arms. Oh, yeah. I... I... 
I, just kidding. I don't think Jaeger would do that. I just did that because Jake wanted to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's an out-of-body experience. I, uh... I actually give Jaeger a very stern look. I'm not joking. You are not going to take a life anymore. Not while I'm around. I won't let you. Okay, okay. Kevin, what do you think of this conversation as you are just kind of sitting there uh, listening? First things first, let's decide exactly where we go. We, we have not been acting as a team. We're acting as four individuals. Oh. Do we know exactly where we're going? Well, to be fair, I feel like we did have a base plan. Just it just didn't work out. We just didn't have enough information. Oh, okay. we know now that our friend is missing. We're all here together. Mm-hmm. So we can like, what do you, what what should we plan? Like, okay, y'all busted. We bust into the factory twice. So it's going to be loaded three with guards. for me. Okay, three times. So it's going to be heavy with guards. Plus and police. Exactly. Well, that won't be an issue if we decide to go to the warehouse. I just want to know where we're going right now so we can get Taro. Okay. And as, as a, um, just as a clarification, Yang, when you say warehouse, do you mean factory? Yes, warehouse. I was calling it warehouse because Jaeger said warehouse. Did I? Okay, I was just making sure. I called it warehouse because you said warehouse. I'll oh, put it bad. in post. I'll put it in in the edit if you did. We'll figure it all out. Alright, my bad. It's all okay. good. We gotta okay. decide. Mm -hmm. So, they're expecting... So the police are there. So that's the sirens I heard earlier. Yep. Um... So they so by the time you guys were flying back here, the police are is, is already there. Yeah, oh, they're okay. looking for me and Jaeger. Because he killed two people, me because I I'm resisting arrest and uh, apparently I caused some property damage. Yeah. What property damage? He landed Iroh in the streets and caused a three-car pileup. Whatever that means. Uh, Torque's gonna have our asses. You think? This is why I suggested the other day we called the Masters and tell them, Hey, we're in over our heads. Come help us out. If I remember correctly, you left. After you guys had decided you wanted to stay another day. We found the people in the tunnel. You ran off, and we made the call. Mm-hmm. So, are you guys just wasting time in the air while your friend is kidnapped, or what? <laughs> <laughs> We're literally arguing why Taro's life is at stake. We being- All right, Steven, don't you worry about me. <laughs> I, I take over to- I go over to Iroh's- uh, the reins over I, Iroh, and I turn back towards the warehouse. Factory. Factory. <laughs> Unless you guys have another plan, we're heading to the factory, and I will see if I can cause a distraction. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe the distraction would help us out a lot. I give Jaeger an evil look. <laughs> what? Oh, oh. And I will say for the three of you, while you guys are flying to the factory, you guys are allowed to take a short rest. So you can recover any chi if need be. Um, and Taro. I will... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to ask Taro to, uh, to elaborate about what happened at the party. Oh, she's not there Taro right isn't now. with us. I'm oh, incapacitated. Kevin. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin. Kevin, what happened at the party? That's what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Alright, um, we got to the party. Ludini have a fire with the guard. Soon we have a firebender at first. Um, Tara had two of the strongest drinks there. So you can have the mother of all hangovers when we do find her. 
but still, she beat uh, she beat her Earth counterpart. So that's something. Um, then Ludi uh, invited her to the back part of the uh, of his mansion. I was adamant I'm not leaving. Then I was moved. Then all I know, I was moved out to the outskirts of town, faced against uh, two waterbender, up uh, two earthbenders, and a bloodbender. And yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I I escaped because I ran like hell into the city. And from what they talk about. They could probably could hunt my butt down later. How many bloodbenders? How many bloodbenders do these guys got? Wait, there's more. Yeah, I got bloodbended too. You did? Yeah. When I walked in to get my axe, the oh, when it you seem like stupid. It see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore that, Mister Three Car Pileup. When I walked in to get my axe, I got blood bended. I was just minding my own business, by the way. <laughs> okay, so they got a series of blood benders, and we're under the and we're under the full moon. Yeah, how do we how do we fight that? How do we like? How do we handle that? Wish me luck. That's all <laughs> I got to say. Wish me luck. <sighs> So we're gonna be dealing with bloodbenders. Uh, we're gonna be de- we're dealing with earthbenders too. So and none of us are earthbenders. Nobody um, has seen any fire or airbenders yet. No. Okay. The only thing we have seen is water and earth. Okay. Interesting. As we get near um the back at uh, the the. The, the factory. Uh-huh. I said it right! Um, I am going to position Iro to just above the, the factory itself. Okay. Well, uh, before that happens, I'm going to tell you guys the most important thing that you guys did probably saved Taro's life. Because you're about to find out What's going on with Taro? Are we cutting over? We are cutting over to Taro. Oh! Taro. Hi. You slowly start to gain consciousness. You are sat down on the ground with a sack over your face, your hands cuffed by some metal, and covered by ice. So you can't even move your hands right now. Damn. You feel the ground under you, um, and you're hearing conversations, but you can't really see anything. It's Ludini talking to somebody else. And uh, as you're waking up, you're kind of cutting into the middle of their conversation. And you hear the guard say, Yeah, they just blew open the door and took off. And he goes, uh, well, we will definitely have to account for them coming. I'm sure they won't be happy with one of their friends being here. And they, um, you feel the sack pulled off of your head, and you get the chance to look around. Roll me a perception check. Um, am I still drunk? Yes. Okay, so I have disadvantage on this, yes? On ability checks, yeah. Okay. Um, 17 plus 3. 20. Wow, even with disadvantage? The other one was a 19, so yeah. (laughs) So yeah, uh, not only being drunk, but also the light shining bright in your face did not phase you from being able to look around. You recognize exactly where you are. Uh, The entrance to the tunnel system that you guys found at the factory is closed just as you open your eyes and look over 
Uh, you also see the assembly line uh, raised at the same height that it was before uh, over to your left, and you're seeing the cauldron now is uh, lit with fire. Uh, you look oh, no. over. You look over to your side, and you see it looks like a group of about three groups of people all tied together uh, with with uh, gags in their mouth or covering their mouths and their hands tied up as well. Um, with that good of a role, you know you recognize a couple of these people. You see Jaru, and you see Jensen oh, no. in this crowd. You also look, and as the door is closing, you see uh, it looks like an earthbender is walking into what the uh, the sign on it says, like, uh, equipment room or something like that. And you see the totem is resting inside there as the door is shut with the earthbender inside. Uh, you also see a bunch of, looks like, cameras and stuff uh, over... To your right, you see uh, these people getting dressed up in what looks like old-style outfits. Um, and Dini and a couple of his guards are standing in front of you as they're talking, and you finally direct your attention back to them. And he goes, Well, I guess we'll just have to make do with the one that we have. This is still going to be a finale nonetheless, and a finale that we are going to excel at doing. Is that correct? And each one of them say, yes, sir. And he, he looks down and sees you're awake and he goes, ah, good evening. I hope that your nap went well. Yeah. Uh, yep. So good. What's up? Oh, you're, you, you can't talk because you're gagged. So that just comes out as. <laughs> oh, <laughs> But he just smiles and he goes, Ah, no matter. Now, I'm sure you woke up in time to hear your friends are gone. But, uh, they will be back, I'm sure. And it's not going to stop us from creating this final scene for the mover. And he looks at one of the guards and he goes, Go ahead and get them in their positions. Uh, one of them stops him as he's about to walk away and they go, Uh, sir, uh, the police are outside. And he goes, Ah, wonderful. Is, uh, is detective, is my detective there? And he goes, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Excellent. Let me go speak with them. But, uh, I will bring two of you just in case. And he points at two that have water skins with him. And he goes, come with me, you two. We look at each other, nod, and follow him out the door. Um, and Tara, what's going on in your head right now as you feel, uh, a guard pick you up and move you over to where a couple of these other people are. You're in a group that is not where Jensen or Jaru is, who are grouped together. So you're with a different group of people you haven't seen before, but they everybody's looking terrified right now. Um, well, I don't think I'm necessarily all there, um, you know, because cactus juice. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like trying to take it all in and trying to like put the pieces together um i think from the looks of it she's kind of like oh they're putting this in a f mover aren't they oh my god but like just beyond that that's it <laughs> as you're thinking about that an earthbender is bending up a pillar where these uh the people that are in uh these lumps of groups are now being placed on top of the assembly lines. Uh, they bring down that earth and bring over the next group, put them on, bring you your group over, put them on the assembly line too. So now there's like 12 people on this assembly. Uh, you see, you look down and you do notice that there's a couple of people, looks like they're like rehearsing lines because they have sheets of paper with them and they're talking to each other. And, uh, you hear, after a moment of this, you hear Deanie speak through, it seems like, um, I don't want to call it a telephone, basically walkie-talkies on, on these guards' uh, waists. And he goes, ah, ah, hello, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And one of them picks it up and they say, yes, sir, Mr. Deanie. And he goes, is the set ready? Uh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Excellent. Now everybody get out of the room and we will begin. 
Cut to Jaeger, Kevin, and Yang. You guys have finished talking about uh, what has happened at the party. And as you're approaching the factory up in the sky, you see uh, a lot of, of activity has changed since you two left already. Uh, you see a lot more lights are focused on the factory building. You see a lot of people are kind of walking around on the on the ground level. You even see uh, Dini walk under where the um, the TVs were that Jaeger you saw. Um, you see police cars. There's three of them parked outside of the gate. The gate is open, and it looks like there are a few police in there. Uh, one approaches the same. A tent that these monitors that you saw are so where Dini is you you do see one of the police cars pull off heading back towards the city and uh, Give me one final perception check each of you All right 18 20 Yay, no more dice jail for you. Yay 18 20 and what else? 17 Okay, you guys Perception do Perception total is 22. Okay, so you notice all of that, guys, but you are all very focused on what's going on now, and you see, um, Jaeger, you noticed this the first time, but now all three of you get to notice it, and Jaeger gets to see a more aerial view of it. Uh, the steam engine uh, ship that's nearby is facing east, so towards where Dini's mansion would be and it seems like it's on because you do see puffs of smoke coming from the ship's chimney uh but you do see some uh with even though they look almost ant-like with the distance that you guys are right now you see a couple of earthbenders kind of create tunnel openings and then they walk under the tunnel the same way that jaeger and yang you guys saw when you were on the ground level and you see them going with some of the cops. Some of the cops are kind of chatting away, and you see uh, they're all. Everybody's kind of looking around, uh, looking around the factory Is to try to detective. At that distance, you were able to notice the detective was there. Uh, he walked under the tent where you saw Dini walking to as well. I I would have pointed him out to Jaeger. Would I recognize him, DM, from that distance? What was you were a seventeen, right? He was eighteen. Eighteen, yeah. Okay, with an eighteen, um, you were able to see all this stuff, but you weren't able to get a solid look at the guy's face. You guys are just simply too far away for you to see his face. Okay. All right, so I'm gonna create a distraction, and you guys get Taro. Are we just gonna assume that she's in the tunnels? Honestly, don't know. I, I'll do what I can to buy you guys some time, but good luck. All right. Wait, you say Ludini is there? Yeah. Okay, this may change a couple of things. Is there anything special about him we need to know? Is he a bender too? No. Yeah, before I jump off of Iro. No, he's not a bender. What I'm Hang saying on, you're is... about to jump off? I mean, I told you I'm going to provide you guys a distraction. How do you think I'm going to distract them? Before I don't know, you I do thought you were going to ask me to set Chase on. on fire. Hang on, let's have a good plan before we go in uh, cra- uh, going crazy. Um, Alright, my yes. plan, just to run it by you, I'll tell Iroh to wait until everybody's distracted, land you guys on the roof, and you guys find Taro. Okay. And due to the information that we have now, um, Luguini there, Ludini there, uh, he's probably going to talk to, to the police, telling them uh, it was there was a uh, it was probably something going on, on uh, something to do with his stupid uh, movie. Uh, so. Uh, so most likely, he's going to be the uh, he's probably be our distraction. So we can use him as a, a distraction and go in. As you're uh, during the middle of that 
quote there, Kevin. You, uh, Taro, you hear it through the walkie-talkies, and you three can hear it through uh, just because of how good of a perception you guys did. You very faintly hear Dini's voice say, Everyone in their positions? Excellent. Lights. Camera. Thank you everyone for listening to Book One Search, Episode 15, Lights, Camera! Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter under the name Dicebenders D&D, all one word, and join us in our Discord. Links are in the description. This is a homebrew D&D 5e live-action playcast using class models partially based on dndwiki.com. I say this way too much. This game is set in the world of Avatar, created by Bright, published by Nickelodeon. All credits for music and sounds will be found in the show notes. The new Bender classes are ready for playtesting. Drop by our Discord and tell us what element you'd like to bend to get a chance to use them, and leave us comments or concerns. We're also hosting a Hallow Stream special October 24th at 5pm Central, where we're doing a Q&A at the end of a horror-themed episode. So leave us a question on the stream, or wherever you follow us, and we'll answer it live on YouTube. And as always, subscribe for more shenanigans. <laughs>